What's up, Almost Founders, and welcome back to the eighth episode of the Member AF Podcast format, where every single week we interview an ambitious member within our community of student founders to provide you with the most relatable content about the reality and the struggles of building your own startup. At Almost Founders, it's our goal to support you throughout your founding journey, so we've developed the Waves, micro-communities for student founders. You fill out a form, we match in a group chat with 15 other founders, schedule calls for you, and provide you with weekly discussions for you to bond and develop a network of support. You can sign up through the link in the description. But now I am here with student author Rahul Rana. I'm so excited to have you here. Do you want to start by giving us a bit of background about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for having me. Really, my journey starts as a kid. My dad, my entire life, he's worked at Bell Labs. So, you know, Bell Labs, for those not in sort of the tech world, uh, it was the place for science, right? So many inventions, so many breakthroughs, so many, you know, Nobel Prizes, all that good stuff. It was a place to be for science in the last century. And so that sort of had the influence early on, you know, want to be like, you know, my dad, right, want to be an inventor and, and so forth. And then started studying uh, finance and astrophysics, you know, worked at a few startups. But um, now, you know, I guess like, you know, the, the things I'm more known for is that um, I'm currently, I'm, I'm the author of Making Moonshots. I wrote this book last year, just got published three months ago. So it's pretty cool. Uh, it's a deep dive into the philosophies, mindsets and strategies that are conducive to building moonshot companies, right? It's a really impactful deep tech companies. And also because of the book, I'm an associate at Lux Capital. So Lux Capital is a $2.5 billion AUM VC firm. They do all things, you know, sci-fi sounding, right? Everything in space, everything in drug discovery, everything in, in you know, the oceans and nanotech, really, really cool stuff. And, 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 and so it's really a direct extension of the things I talk about in my book. You said uh, you started working uh, as an associate at Lux Capital because of the book. What do you mean by that? Yeah, actually. So, um, yeah, I began writing the book when I was a first year in, in university, right? Freshman. And it was something I was super, super interested about, super passionate about. And I had all this energy. I was like, all right, you know, what is the boldest thing I could do? Um, I wasn't ready to start a startup and I couldn't get into the VC world, uh, you know, with, with no experience. And so I, you know, next best thing, right, is to create content, right, write a book. And so got started on the publishing journey, you know, got a publisher, all, all that good stuff. But I actually ended up interviewing for my book, um, the co-founder and managing director of Lux Capital, his name is Josh Wolf, and left a good, good enough impression on him. And after I interviewed him uh, back in May of 2020, right, so last year, kept in contact with him ever since. And then actually in September of 2020, I asked him, like, hey, Josh, like, um, you know, I interviewed for this book, like, it's, I'm making awesome progress, I'm not learning a ton. I could hustle, I could do the research. Again, they invest into moonshot companies. So it was like really, you know, direct alignment. I was like, hey, Josh, you know, can I work for you? And he just hired me on the spot, right? <laughs> like, you know, no resume, no application, no interview, just hired me. Because, um, you know, I, I sent him a chapter of my book, actually. And so he, I guess he read that. And yeah, you know, the rest is history. So the, the book directly got me hired there. That's that's quite bold of a move, going directly <laughs> to the CEO and co-founder yeah. and asking, uh, hey, do you want to hire me? But I guess it's also the most straightforward way to actually get hired. You don't need to go through application <laughs> processes or anything else. You can yeah. just make a decision in a snap. But tell me, what do you mean by moonshot company? Absolutely. So what a moonshot company is, it's sort of like a three-part framework or spectrum, right? You have some sort of frontier tech, frontier science, or it's something advanced that you you put that into, you know, sort of like a, a radical sort of disruptive solution and you solve a really big problem in the world, right? So those three things, it could be anything from a company that's, you know, bringing us to space, right? Or, or a company that's, you know, making life-saving drugs or something that's solving food scarcity or, or homelessness or poverty or whatever it may be. There's so many problems in the world to fix. And, and these are really the companies that, that, they, they sort of progress science, technology, and humanity itself, really. Um, you know, they're really impactful. They do some good in the world, but they also make money. And I sort of wanted to, you know, 
break down what what a moonshot is, how to go about starting one, what's the mindset behind the founders to do so, and make make sort of like an all-encompassing book around it. So the question would be, does it make sense for a 20-year-old that maybe is listening right now in their second or third year of university to thinking moonshots so thinking to build a moonshot company or it like is it realistic do you need large amounts of funding for that or is that something that even 20 years old should be thinking about i say yes 100 i think 20 year olds i think 19 year olds you know teenagers everyone should be thinking about moonshots i think it's you know it's one of those things that again it could it could fundamentally change you know society as as a whole there's so many important problems that need to be solved and i could you know go on and on about them but all the all the awesome talent, right? All the all the people our age, really really talented people. Like I feel like, I mean, it's not that I feel like. Like I know that they're they're going to you know big tech, right? They're going to big finance. They're they're and I don't blame them, obviously. Like like you know, it's it it, it pays well, right? There's awesome benefits at these you know major sort of corporations and whatnot. But you know, I feel like a lot of the talent that we need, it's not going to solving the problems that that the most like pressing problems that we issue that that the issues that we sort of face. I 100% think that people our age should start, you know, being exposed to, you know, all deep tech, right? All the, all the cool things, all the cool things they could work on, all the, you know, sheer capabilities of, you know, whatever technology that they could mm-hmm. work with, right? All, all the you know, frontier, whatever, right? There's so many, so many things I can mention, right? Longevity science, you know, space, um, autonomous vehicles, like again, AI, machine learning, whatever it may be, there's so much out there. And so 100%, like our generation should be the one to sort of, you know, make those moonshots and make it normal, right? To, to you know, pursue these really, really bold sort of projects. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we've left the link in the description for you guys to go check out and dive deeper into uh, making moonshots as a co- as a concept. My thought would be, how do I understand when far becomes too far? What I would say to that is, moonshot companies they're they're companies. Like, they would, you know, don't get it twisted. Like they they're companies, right? They need to make money, right? Profitable, have investors, right? Board directors, all that good, all that good stuff, right? It's not research in academia, right? I feel like, you know, research and academia, like they are truly at the frontiers, but this is, you know, moonshot companies, like they're, they're making products they're making services, technologies, whatever it may be that are commercially viable. So may, it, you know, it may not be at the, you know, absolute, absolute frontiers, like, you know, the furthest reaches or whatever, but it's, it's rather, you know, those sort of, you know, frontier sort of technologies and sciences that are actually commercially viable, right? You can make a business around it. They, you, you could, you know, make money that you can get customers, you know, do the marketing, all that stuff. And so, that I think you could use that as, as sort of like a gauge. Right? Let's, let's say that whilst you're aiming at the moon, you're still under the law of physics and, and the reality yeah. <laughs> of being a startup. So you need to, at the end of the day, make money and, and have a, a solid business model. Exactly. And, and you know, it's, it's funny you say that. Like, I know one of, one of my favorite startups is actually defying the laws of physics. And what I mean by that is um, they're doing in-space manufacturing, right? It's called Varda. And, and what they're doing, they're putting factories in orbit. So it, this is just, you know, a side note. But like, it's funny because like they're working in this, you know, microgravity environment and, you know, doing manufacturing or whatever. And they're actually, they don't follow our laws. <laughs> they're of physics, actually right? not <laughs> following the of physics. Yeah. So uh, you write a book on moonshot companies. You work in, in, in at Lux. And uh, will you ever also be a founder? Is that something you would be interested in? What's holding you back from doing that? Um, nothing is <laughs> like, I, like, I, like, I'd absolutely love to be a founder. Um, the sort of the, the position I want to be in, you know, long-term in terms of like my dream job and everything and my dream role is that I want to be at a, at a venture capital firm that incubates in-house. I really, I really do like that model of VC firm. So I want to, again, like my, my life's goal, right. Make moonshot companies, right. It's the title of my book, right. Making moonshots. I want to be in a position where I could build support and invest into as many moonshot companies as possible. I want to, you know, 
solve all the problems in the world. I, I genuinely do want that. Maybe it's arrogant of me to say that, but I, I really do. And so what I feel like is the best position to do that is in, you know, in a sort of an incubator fashion where I can, you know, obviously I could invest in the companies, whatever it may be, but I could also, you know, build them in house, you know, spin them out, you know, work with, you know, universities, right? Work with the government work with the media, work with all these different, you know, the, the ecosystem around deep tech. And so if I could, you know, harness the ecosystem, you know, be at a VC firm that sort of, you know, incubates and also invests, that's sort of my goal. And so, you know, short answer, yes, I do want to be a founder and, 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 you know, I want to be a founder of multiple companies. Um, so yeah. Doing it all, basically. Being, uh, yeah. Not <laughs> building one moonshot company, but sort of, uh, yeah, that's uh, such a fantastic and, and ambitious way to look at, uh, at the world of trying to have the largest possible impact here. I want to ask last question. What is next for you? Should we look out for another book? Is that something you're thinking about <laughs> or are you done for a few years now? Um, so in terms of what's next, I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely living, you know, loving my time at, at Lux, you know, doing, doing venture capital work there, but I'm um, creating a lot of content. I'm going to continue doing that, not books, but rather, you know, articles, blog posts and, and, and everything like that. I'm going to continue doing that around moonshots or right? getting people excited, you know, working on some, some cool projects with friends. Maybe I would say bigger picture things. I definitely like I'm, I'm, I'm serious about this incubation stuff. And so whether that's at Lux or whatever firm that wants to hire me, like I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be working on that. I am actually working on that. There's some ideas have been you know, floating around my head. Um, We'll see. I mean, I have. I actually have a bold goal. <laughs> Again, I know it might sound super arrogant, but uh, I'm. I'm. It's. It's, a, it's a definitely not a goal of mine. But <laughs> this is literally like, the safe space to speak about dreams and ambitions. So <laughs> should it? Absolutely no. Like like by the end of this summer, um, I'm saying so. You know, end of August, right? Beginning of September, right? I want to have at least incubated a company, if not at least get started on. You know, maybe maybe actually made tangible progress in doing so. So I, I will be at Lux, you know, this entire summer. That is my goal. Like, it's a bold goal. I know it is bold, but I, I, I want to have a tangible idea that I could, you know, maybe start a company around um, or, you know, help, help solve and you know, find a managing team and you know, get all that stuff started. Yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll see if I get that goal. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely working towards it. So how can people stay updated upon your progress and see whether you actually managed to accomplish this goal uh, of you by August? So I'm at, super active on Twitter. Uh, my, my handles at rrana03 underscore, um, you know, active on LinkedIn as well. I have a you know, website, rrana.org. Um, and so, um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of active on, on sort of those three platforms. I'll be writing, you know, tons of articles, you know, I'm always tweeting and stuff, you know, posting updates about whatever companies, whatever technologies I'm looking at. So uh, Twitter is the best place to be for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for being here today. We've left all the links in the description. So in case you want to learn more about making moonshots or his socials, you can just reach out to him there. Uh, so please check the description. Rahul, thank you so much for being here today. It's been such a pleasure and I wish you all the best in your future projects. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So this was it for this week's members podcast, but you better make sure to come back on Wednesday because we will be releasing our episode with Matt Clifford, founder and CEO of Entrepreneur First, the world's leading talent investor.